1: Everyone and welcome to another episode of On the Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. dot The music of Leader bringing us in to the show today. Walshy, good day to you. G'day Tony, how are you? I'm excellent and a very good day to you, Lyle.
2: It's a very good day to you, Tony.
1: Uh, Leader was our winner in the Facebook challenge. We're pretty much coming down to the finals now, aren't we?
2: Well, that was the last second round match, so I think that there's
1: I think eight eight left. Maybe four. i I'll have to look. And we've only got one show. How are we going to do that? We've got
2: two, and I believe we have been oh. renewed for a second season. So, Yes, correct. Just for the song challenge? <laughs> yeah, that's the only Disheartening. reason. Disheartening.
1: That's the only reason. So we'll come back into quarterfinals when we come back next year. Well, um, I
2: believe we'll be in the middle of them, yes.
1: Good show last week, boys. The hydration sensation, Mitch Waterman.
2: Yeah, he's really good. He's a, a fun uh, young fellow to talk to. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, obviously Tony got very excited seeing the belts. Yeah, he did. Only because he he, he hears that Cracker Jack has previously been an owner of them. Yeah, what's your fascination with Cracker Jack, Tony? Just mates. Yeah, he doesn't know you,
1: though. (laughs) He does know me.
2: I was there when he called you Tom.
1: It was an accident.
2: okay. And you weren't at the party that he was at, that I was at, with Lobo. No, well, I wasn't invited. (laughs) You were probably calling some Bathurst race again. Uh, Yeah, I, I probably was.
1: Uh, we've got a big show coming up guys uh, Later on we're going to have a chat about everything that's happening in the world of wrestling And what happened on the weekend as well uh, Also joining us Lord Mark Williamson for a chat Walshy
2: Yes, uh, Lyle's obviously not very happy about our choice of guest this week He's still intimidated from our first ever show where we had Mark in mm. But
1: I have been trying to join the Claw, So I thought that I would get the leader of the Claw in for a chat And let's say good day to him now Lord Mark Williamson, welcome back to the show
0: Thank you very much for having me. Why are you so squirmish, Lyle? You look all clammy. If this, we had like a video camera in here. He looks like he has a cold sweat. It's like a shiver. It's like a bit, he's a bit antsy. Everyone else is fine with me. Now I'm a great guy. I'm the best guy I know. Yet, you know, you've kind of, you've gone a bit
2: weird. I wasn't told who our guest was this week. I feel like I've been set up. And when I did get told, I listened back to the previous, one. I feel like I'm a glutton for punishment now.
0: Oh, I was so nice to you at the previous podcast. Oh,
1: you were, you were fantastic. I, I know, I thought, oh, we're
0: mates, right? Tony? Yeah. I thought we were mates after the previous podcast.
2: Well, hopefully we were mates after this one. I oh, can relax. Honestly, Mark, he, has, he went to the first Underworld show and then he's been a last minute withdrawal from the two uh, subsequent shows. Obviously you're last. having an effect on
0: him. Last-minute withdrawals, huh? Diarrhea. Story, yeah, of, your life. Life. Story <laughs> of your life. Story of your life. Withdraw just at the last minute, huh?
2: Wow. Well, mm. Any minute's fine, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I can vouch for Welshie. Everything you said is true. Uh, yeah, our Very first, anxious.
1: Our first return guest That's in it. Series 1. We've had JXT come in as a co-host and a guest, yep. but you're the first person we've actually had in for a second first time. As a return
0: guest, well, I'm a pretty important guest. As I said, I'm a great guy. I'm the greatest guy I know. So I'm glad to be here to help the podcast, help it grow in numbers. Everyone listen to my wise words of wisdom.
1: And I think the reason why we did get to it again was because when we got you in last time, we didn't actually have a chance to talk about you. We had more of a chance to talk about the new promotion, Underworld Wrestling. But we.
0: It's not a new promotion, it's been around for hundreds no, it of has years been now. Exactly. So it's new for us it because for us. it wasn't yes. unveiled. Oh, yeah. Well, fair
1: enough. But now that it's been unveiled, now we've got the opportunity to have a chat about
0: you and... The man behind the brilliance. That exactly. no, sounds like a great podcast. And the first question I'd like to ask is, how did you get into wrestling? Oh, how I got into wrestling? It's an interesting. So, see, a lot of people get into wrestling. They join a wrestling training school. But um, I've been involved in wrestling for quite a long time. I uh, started back in 1993 when I was 11. So uh, my grandmother was a good friend of a wrestler in Sydney. He was called the Greek crusher Lou Spinelli. Now, Lou Spinelli was one of the old school wrestlers, wrestled in in the late 70s, wrestled in the 80s. He was a man's man, a heel's heel. He really knew the business. So my nan was friends with him. I liked wrestling. I used to go to Marrickville Town Hall and watch Lou Spinelli do it. So she hit up Lou. And she's gone, Lou, you know, my grandson loves wrestling. He really wants to be part of the business. So Lou's gone, ah, look at him. He's skinny motherfucker. What the fuck am I going to do with him? And then so, um yeah, he basically... He's gone, what is it to be a manager, you know? Like Bobby Heenan or things like that. Hey, what the fuck you need manager for? I can swear, sorry, because Lou does swear a lot. No, no,
1: no. If you if, if you're actually talking about somebody in the way, that yeah, yeah. the way they go. Yeah, yeah no, I'm
0: just doing the way you like. I, I, I would, so I wouldn't swear sake, to you. No, 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 I'm yeah. just as long as swearing, Mark doesn't
1: swear. Yeah, no, with swearing for swear. the sake of swearing isn't on, but if yeah. you're actually yeah. impersonating someone,
0: that's no, yeah. fine. So, so basically, um, I went and stayed with Lou. So Lou taught me the business. I spent four nights a week with Lou. So when I started there, I used to have to sleep on the floor because you know you had to pay your dues and respect. So for a long time, Lou's teaching me the business. What I had to do is like, hey, you want to learn the business, kid? You paint my fucking fence. So like, all oh, right, I had to paint the fence, Lou. Is this like-, like Mr. Miyagi? Well, no, it? I said that to Lou. I go, is this like Mr. Miyagi karate kid? He's like, no, you fucking prick. Just paint my fucking fence. So, you know, I painted his fence. Then, you know, I had to like clean up, had to sweep up the house. So like four days a week. I was painting fences, I was sweeping houses, cause you know, I had to pay my dues, it's the business. And you, know? you obviously, that's a wrestling school, so you're paying to do these. Yeah, things. yeah, I'm paying dues. Well, you know, I wasn't learning to wrestle, I was learning the business from Lou. You no, know, he, he was a heel's heel. He used to go to the crowd and like people used to boo him. He used to like stare people in the face. He's like, ah, you, why not you shut up, you poof, now? I'm like, Lou, you can't speak <laughs> like that. But he used to say it all the time. It was he was, a, he was horrible, he was just a horrible human being, but great man, you learned the business, so. Did that, went to shows, carried his bags, used to have to, like, go down the road. He's like, "Uh, Williamson, you little fucking jabroni, you go down the street and get me my darts. So, you know, I'd go down to the newsagents. I was, like, 13 at the time. (laughs) And then he'd be like, I need to get a pack of cigarettes. So, like, kid, you're 13. I'm like, oh, no. Nah. Then I go back and Lou was like, oh, where's my fucking darts? So I'm like, I'm 13, Lou. I can't get darts. Like, I, don't don't know what this I don't know what this has got to do with the business. And Lou punched me in the face, got a black eye. He didn't actually accuse you of smoking cigarettes? No, no. He just said oh, I was God. useless because I didn't get his darts. Yeah, okay. So then I had to go back down again. I got like a black eye and the news agent's going, why well, you have a black eye? Like, oh, like I couldn't get Lou Spinelli's darts. Ah, oh, it's for Lou. No worries. Gave me the darts and, yeah. I can relate. My
2: parents used to send me to the shops as a 13-year-old yeah. with a handwritten note to pick up their darts yeah.
1: <laughs> in Werribee, yes.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, he, he was pretty good. He took me around shows. So I was backstage at shows a lot, met a lot of wrestlers, learnt the business, learnt, 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 learnt my heelish ways, taught me a lot of things as well, you know. He had taught me how to swear, like, you know, I was a 14-year-old, and he's like, hey, you drive me to fucking show. I'm like, Lou, I'm only 14. Like, how can I drive? I don't have a license. I teach you how to fucking drive. Get in the car. So I get in the car, then it's like, okay, getting there. He's like, all right, put it in H. I'm like, Lou, what the fuck is H? And he's like, you know, shut up and put it in fucking H. So, like, I try to put it in H, then it doesn't work. I stall the car and he breaks my wrist. But you knows what? It's paying your dues. No, yeah, you learning the business. Yeah, learning the business yeah. the hard way. Yeah, yeah but then um, because like Lou got sick, he had lung cancer because he smoked like two packs of darts a day. And so. that's your fault, sort of. Well, yeah, it was way, two so. two thousand and one, and Lou's like. In the hospital, dying. I'm like, well, fucking Lou's no good help to me now. Like, how am I going to get gigs with like, Lou dying?
1: Did you feel a little bit responsible for it since you were the one that's. No, used to... not
0: really. No, okay. Not really, but I went and visited Lou on his deathbed. I'm like, Lou, sorry, pal. You know, it's like a wrestling thing. Your mentor, once you've got all your use yeah. out of your mentor in wrestling, you get rid of him. They're no use to you. Fuck him. Leave him. It's did fine. He, did he leave you anything? Oh, no. He left me a word of advice. He's like, I'm like, Lou, I'm going to go work for AWF. And then he looked me dead in the eye. And then he's gone. Mark, you cannot do shows anymore. I'm like, no worries, Lou, I'm not gonna do any shows in Enmore. No, you motherfucker, you can't do shows anymore. And then I'm like, no not I'm not gonna do any shows in Enmore. And then you knows what? I didn't do any shows in Enmore. Stuck to my word. Yeah. So that's how I got involved in the business.
2: <laughs> and uh, that's a entertaining story. Uh, it's truth. I believe you hundred uh, percent. That's
0: why I am the guy I am today. Yeah.
2: Well, definitely the greatest would... mind
0: in the business, the greatest manager in the business. When did uh, you start using a phone book? Oh, I started using a phone book in Queensland. And uh, do you want to tell people about
2: the reasoning for using a phone book and
0: how the phone book was used? Well, you know, like, let's face it, a lot of wrestlers are pretty silly, right? So, you know what? They don't think a phone book's a weapon. So, you can... they see you coming towards them with a phone book, what's he going to fucking do with a phone book? and you just smack them in the head with a phone book. There's no bruises. There's yeah. no bruises. No, that's
2: the New South Wales police were using the phone book for a while. Yeah, allegedly, yeah, yeah. Allegedly.
0: yeah. Well, Lou's mate, Roger Rogerson, used to do it a lot. And so when um, Roger was around at Lou's house smoking darts, they used to talk about beating up people with phone books. And, you know, why not use it?
2: You just pick up knowledge along the way from I everyone. I did, that's from good. many
0: sources. Many sources. Makes me the man I am today.
2: Now, I need to uh, ask. I'm, I'm a you're bit nervous. No, I'm a bit nervous. Why, about are, you nervous I, so, why are you nervous for a Someone Why are you nervous? I need to know
0: why in Underworld you need to have all the belts. I think I said this the first show. Yep. It's because I'm going to bring the end of all things. That's why I need all the belts. How do those things relate? It's for me to know you to find out. You know how you're going to find out? Watch Underworld Wrestling on Amazon Prime, or you can watch it on Pivot Share. And
2: one other question. I keep uh, emailing you asking how I can join the Claw, but you keep
0: giving me nothing. Why do you want to join the Claw? You just send an email like, oh, can I join the Claw? What have I got to do to join the Claw? Oh, it seems really cool. You got some cool robes. Oh, yeah, no, it's really good. Why do you want to join the Claw?
2: To bring about the end of all things. Why do you want the end of all things? To make Lyle uncomfortable, mostly. I'm already uncomfortable. He's already uncomfortable. But I've got an idea. Can't you just paint Mark's fence to join the claw? If he he hasn't got a fence.
0: I don't have a fence. He drive his car? I actually used to have a fence at Claw HQ, but I had to move from there. I I did drive
2: him here tonight, so I'm hoping that's part of it. Did he teach you how to drive?
0: Is it the claw or the crawl? Oh, Tony. Oh, Tony. Tony. Always Tony. 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 Tony, what are we gonna do with you, I'll Tony? Just ask, Chris. What? Are you, it's lucky I'm a great guy. Like, no, lucky you I'm the greatest guy one. I know. You like are. the greatest guy I know, and I'm not gonna chuck a wobbly. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. No, that's all right.
2: This is where we got into trouble with previous guests, Tony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Mark, I know that you had. Uh, I know that there's a certain former uh, person who used to run WCW who's not a big Mark Williamson fan.
0: Oh, Eric Bischoff—he's a colossal piece of shit.
2: Um, do you want to let our listeners know about the time where you oh. ran You sort of got into his sh- in show
0: without without paying, and then got into the after party. Hey, look, no, I paid to get in that show. I paid three dollars fifty to photocopy an all-access pass and get a lanyard. And look, I, I, I end up paying like $30 because I like, copied 10 of them. <laughs> but I paid money to get in there, hard-earned money. And sure, I was partying the night before, probably looked a bit disheveled, probably reeked of alcohol. He saw me backstage, made a few comments, we were all at the after party because, you know, I got an all-access pass. I could, I could, I could take a dump in Hulk Hogan's bag and the Hulkamania tour back in 2009. All-access. Could have taken a leak in Ric Flair's beer, wouldn't have known wiser. But we're at he the. He still after- would have drank it if he I know. Rick drank Flair. it yeah. But you know, I'm at the after party, and uh, Eric Bischoff is staring at me over the uh, Four Seasons Hotel foyer. He's giving me eyes as I'm talking to Adam, and Adam's going, I think Bischoff's staring at you. So I yelled across this boy, "Oi, Bischoff! What the fuck you looking at?" <laughs> Sorry for the swearing once again, no, no, Tony. No, no, but it's you, you know you it's with- the influence uh, I had from uh, Lou Spinelli. Yeah, telling yeah, the it's story. the antidote, yeah. Yeah. So. Bischoff's like, what the hell? Like what the fuck are you looking at, Bischoff? Then I was dragged out by Adam because security were coming our way and called of course, an incident. An
2: international
0: but, yeah. incident. Yeah, well wasn't the worst thing that happened on that tour. Well, <laughs> the matches were probably worse. Oh the matches were bad, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there was um Brian Nobbs urinating in hotels and strip clubs, and trying uh, to get people to take photos with him when they didn't. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to give out photos, trying to get photos taken with people. Like, nah, you're right, mate. You yeah, don't need a photo. <laughs> I don't like your knobs. Um, <laughs> this is last time Umaga was alive, that was he died when he got back to America. It was a hell of a party. That was just the president. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh goodness.
2: Alright, I'll try and straighten this up. That was, um, I wasn't expecting that last bit. Um,
1: no, neither was he. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: trying to move away from it. That um, does sound like the kind of joke you'd make though, Lyle. Yeah, not on air. It's all off air right, that stuff. Um, what's the thought process of a manager getting into a hardcore match with uh, Tony's best mate, Crackerjack.
0: Oh, Cracker Jack. You see, I'm the Bruiser Brody of Australian wrestling, and I had that match with Cracker Jack, and he is my Lex Luger. You notice how I beat Cracker Jack? I beat him with a stare. Yeah. Cracker Jack was running his mouth about me, threatening to kill me, threatening to do a lot of stuff, and a lot of people who threatened me seemed to get hurt. Sid Parker got hurt. Gino Gambino got hurt. They threatened me, they get hurt. Simple fact. Cracker Jack threatened me. I beat him with a death stare. I beat him with a death stare. i beat beat Jack in a hardcore match. Therefore, I'm the Bruiser Brody of Australian Wrestling. And that match is available on YouTube if anyone wants to look it up. It's actually uh, quite entertaining and brutal. Yeah, <laughs> brutal guy. What can I say? People, yeah, people threaten me all the time. Gino Gambino threatens me, threatens to cut off my finger. What happens to him? Gets his head knocked off.
1: So is it sort of like is it like an equalization of the world or something? Is it that, that happens? How does karma? Is cal- yeah, karma? Yeah, yeah.
0: Karma is a good word. It could be the dark lord works his magics. I am his humble servant and he's helped me bring the end of all things. And you cross Lord Mark Williamson. Oh, you know something's going to happen to you. Mm. Happens to a lot of people. Don't cross me, Lyle. No, no, no. What? Definitely i am not. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, look at your squirm, Lyle. Look at your squirm in oh, your seat. It's delicious. Me. Is it hot in here, Tony? Have you put the no, no, heater on? that's beautiful. fantastic. Okay. Um, Always hot where I am. So I get heat. that is called in the business. What Lou Spinelli used to tell me. Now, a lot of wrestlers and
2: managers uh, try to get heat. But mm. they can't get the nuclear heat that starts riots. What, oh, no, what happened in Newcastle?
0: Oh, in Newcastle, um, I had, as a lot of business decisions in professional wrestling go, you put your company on the line in a bout of fighting. To quote TNT, they're about, they're about, about not a about. So, um, beat the living piss out of a promoter. Some of the wrestlers had to make a save. I lost the match because, you know, wrestlers, you know, they know what I do to people and made the save. So the wrestler who cost me the match, I come in and with a bunch of my boys and we beat the living Patrisus out of him. Then all of a sudden the crowd wanted to jump in and then we're all fighting with the crowd. And, um, yeah, you know, they had to close the venue down and the promotion no longer exists. Newcastle Pro can thank me for that because that was their main competition. So... No worries, guys. You're welcome once again, Lord Mark Williamson, saving Australian pro wrestling by being the bruiser Brody of Australian wrestling.
2: Are you allowed to go back to Newcastle?
0: Uh, no.
2: And would you want to go back if
0: you were? Why allowed? would anyone want to go to Newcastle? Good supercars Ugh. race. Supercars. I don't even know what a supercar is. I don't know what a supercar is. is. So,
2: last weekend, like, last place. That, that sounds yeah. like a fake spot, Tony. Yeah.
0: yeah. Newcastle. There's nothing new about Newcastle. It's a dump. No, it should be, you're right. It should be known as Oldcastle.
2: Old castle. Yeah. And hey, castle. there's no house that resembles a castle
0: either. No, no, no old, no. old flat. Yeah. And a big hello to all our Newcastle listeners here. <laughs> Both Hope you're all going you. well. Both of you. <laughs> Doing well. Uh, marrying your sister yet? No, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's Tasmanians. Yes. And Adelaide. Hey, look. We do have listeners in Adelaide. I won't hear a bad word about Adelaide. No, nice place, Adelaide. Lovely place.
1: City of Churches, actually. Probably city a place of Churches. Rome might have something to say about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, probably a place you don't want to go to often, the City of Churches, would you?
0: Um, well, they do tend to bust the light when I walk into churches, so yeah. Don't
2: now, worry. there was a match-up in Queensland which was promoted on a, a rock radio station that had yeah, you... Yes. Had you doing uh, the
0: pre-show build? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, because I'm a very talkative guy, and I'm a great guy, you know, the greatest guy that I know. So they had me on radio, Drive Time Radio, hyping up this show where I was wrestling um, a midget. You can call him a midget. Midgets are yeah. preferred. I don't know. It's a midget. It's I uh, Joey Russell Jr., wasn't it? Yeah, midget or dwarf, I'm not too sure. I think midget. Anything with short ass. Oh I no! Don't well, I don't think you can. I don't think you can say sure. that. Can't call him short ass. I don't think you can
2: say midget either. Well, it what depends what it's if they want to be called. 2018. Call... Hornswoggle likes to be called a midget.
0: Well, I'm not sure they're <laughs> dwarves because dwarves have beards and could dig tunnels, <laughs> and this guy had no beard, and no, I'm ho, pretty ho, sure never dug a tunnel yeah. in his life. Tone's so in I in think he was, might have been a midget, but yes, I had a match with the midgets. I think if you say a midget wrestler,
2: I think it's fine. Vertically challenged. Now you're going the other way, too. Yeah.
0: And you hit him with a phone book? Oh, I hit him with a phone book. I put him in a camel clutch. I beat the living shit out of him. I walloped him in front of like eight hundred people. They saw that, and they they were thinking, "Oh, this is going to be a funny laugh." <laughs> Look at the little fella. He comes to the ring. I kicked him in the face, and I bent his back backwards. I Punched him in the face, and I kicked him in the face some more, and then I got a phone book, then I whomped him, then I whomped him, then I whomped him some more. Then this idiot from a band that I interrupted early in the night came in and hit me with a baseball bat, and then a ninja attacked me. You know, it's just like the typical thing up in Queensland. It's like the Wild West up there. You're getting attacked by musicians and ninjas. It's pretty nuts. But wrestling was the winner that night. Let me tell you, 800 people never saw violence like that before in their life. And... Poor Joey, never did a match ever again. Once again, proving I am the bruiser Brody of professional wrestling here in Australia. I whopped him out. It was his last match he ever had. Never come back to the business. Even got him thrown out of the after party after <laughs> I wrested a drink on his head and he <laughs> chucked a wobbly, oh, I, can't do that. I did. And I got security throw him out too. Because that's hey. a guy, I'm a great guy, greatest guy I know. Let's face it, you get to know security really well when they're protecting security you. Security love me. a like, of people protecting you from the crowd. That's it. Like, you know, there was a lot of people. I interrupted a band early in the night, and look, I got attacked by people in the audience. Because a lot of people attack me. I don't know why. I think it's because you know, they see a great guy. Because I am a great guy, the greatest guy I know. And they're Queenslanders. And, well, you know, just pe- people rough. It's, it's like a tall poppy thing. It's why people always threaten me, you know. I'm actually the most bullied person in Australian wrestling.
1: Police and court. Why are you laughing?
0: I'm bullied. No, you are. I'm, I'm bullied. You've seen online yeah. people go, that Mark Williamson, he's a right piece of shit. They don't mm. even call me Lord Mark Williamson. No, right. I got people threatening to cut off my fingers. I got people threatening to rip off my Johnson and slit my throat with it. Like, it's just. Like, who else suffers through that? Yet, I still achieve, fellas. I still achieve. Yeah, speaking of the person who threatened to cut off your fingers,
1: mm.
2: Twinkle <laughs> Twinkle himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there any truth to the rumour that you had to change the Claw headquarters because Gino's looking for you?
0: Look, there were some threats made, some words said that, you know, probably he's going to regret. But, I mean, there's, there's a number of reasons I have to move to a different Claw HQ, but, you know onwards and upwards, can't be stagnant, can't stay in the same place all the time. And you know as what, if you've got a super heavyweight with, you know, a bunch of um, Tongan friends that, you know, want to come beat you up, you know, you're just going to get out of there, aren't you? Mm. I'm not one, as much as I like the violence, it has to be in front of a crowd. I don't want some people causing violence to me when no one's watching. I mean, yeah.
2: You know how it is, fellas. And you did bring up his friends, um... Are they going to be worrying you?
0: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worries me, Lyle.
2: Uh, yep, I'm starting to learn that. Hey, Mark, you've got you've made your own friends at the last show, anyway.
0: Oh heaps of friends.
2: Um, them well too. Can you, do you want to talk to us about uh, Pyro Saget?
0: Saget Pyro. Sorry. Well, she. Sagat Sigat pyro fighter in the underworld a long time ago um, was banned by previous administrations for life because he crippled someone in the ring. His name was Ken Oath Simon Oath's dad. So, but you know, I I I always liked Sigat. Thought he was a good kid. You know, great smile, awesome singing voice, tremendous fighter. So I just you know I'm the president. I can overthrow shit. <laughs> so you know, pay the cost to be the boss and do what I want. Just, because I'm a guy, great guy, greatest guy I know.
1: You're the greatest guy you know.
0: Yeah, I know a lot who's, of people too.
1: Who's the greatest guy you don't know? It's the greatest guy I don't doesn't know?
0: It doesn't make any sense. How does that make any sense? It doesn't make any sense. Explain that well, question, you haven't Tony. met the greatest guy you don't know? Well, of course he doesn't. Of course I haven't met the greatest guy I don't know because I haven't met him and don't know him. That doesn't make any sense at all. What the fuck? that on your sheet?
1: No, it was one I just came up with then. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah
2: when's the next underworld show march
0: 9th the next tapings for the next show shall be dropped on pivot share hopefully next week depending what our editing monkeys are doing um we'll be on amazon prime in a couple of weeks after that um we'll be dropping monthly as you know our shows we do tapings Well, our spectacular brand of violence spread around the world Watched by thousands. We're in all sorts of countries. You know we're massive in the North Sandwich Islands.
2: Hmm. Didn't even know. You heard that. of the
0: North Sandwich Islands?
1: No. Heard of Lord Sandwich.
0: Isn't Lord it Sandwich? Yeah, well, well, it's got something to do with it. They're in the Pacific Islands. Hmm. Uh, North Sandwich Islands, they're building a statue of me in my presence. We're a huge hit over there. Highest rating show. I'm a star. Not too big on the South Sandwich Islands, though. They hate us there. Ratings are terrible. Mm-hmm terrible as South Sandwich. Oh, I don't yeah. think they like fighting over there. They're pretty peace-loving people. Anyway, North Sandwich though,
2: tremendous. So, uh, I've, I've been asked to ask another question. March 9th, is that going to be the end of all things?
0: He's looking at me again, Tony. hmm Yep. If I have my way, general? yes. The start of the end of all things. The world will not be the same after March ninth, Lyle. I see the... you squirming some more. See you look very uncomfortable. See some sweat beating down your hair, Lyle. tidy near Tony. Don't worry, Lyle, it'll be quick. It'll be quick for you. <laughs> Strove your life before. being very quick. Yeah, I've heard it before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Will it be the start of the end of all things or the end of the end of all things? it
2: won't be the end because Mark would need to find someone to have both belts. Yeah, okay. And I think Vixen's got that women's title. on. Under her arm at the moment, quite comfortably.
0: That she does, but you know, I've always got a plan. B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N O P Q R S. No, don't be ridiculous. How bad are his first Don't be plans ridiculous. If he gets to
2: Q
1: and R and S. Never have to get that far. No, surely. Totally understand. Yeah. Uh, on the numbers you were talking about in regards to uh, Amazon Prime and the like, have mm. they have they exceeded your expectations.
0: We're in the thousands, and it's growing, and we are going into new markets, so we've actually had to translate our logo to get into Spanish-speaking markets and French-speaking markets, so you'll hopefully see new logos and me bragging about it in the next couple of weeks.
2: And of course, Spanish-speaking logos will give you much better coverage in the US as well.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I'm trying to think of the name it's called. It's called Lucha del Mundo or something like that. I don't know. I need to look it up. But there we go. It is Lucha del Inframundo. Oh. That is Underworld Wrestling, translated in Espanol. It's got a very nice ring to it, actually. Gracias, señor. Very nice gracias. gracias. Well, the logo looks really good, too. Yeah.
2: Check that out on all the social media. Yes.
0: yes. So that's, as I said, it's in, it's in the works at the moment. So... Um, yeah, going well. It's um, as I said, we've, we're tapping into newer markets as well. So I mean, it's it's a tough thing, building a new audience, not piggybacking off anything else. So yeah, it's um, as I said, in the growth, in the growth thing, but still doing very well. Um, our distributors are very happy with us. So because it, get- it boosts the rest of their business, so we've doubled their business.
1: Does it get you excited to the stage where you may look at having? More regular shows, or is that not part of the business plan at the moment? It's a thousand-year-old fight club, Tony. Yeah, no, it's a a, no, it's it's,
0: it is. It's it's a fight club, and more regular. I mean, it's the there's there's a lot of work that goes into them, um, and there's a lot of costs that go into them as well. So if you're putting on a, um, I mean, we have like a professional camera crew coming in, filming and editing the shows, so. Um, it's, it's more of a business sense for us to take a bunch of episodes at once instead of running, uh, you know, the, the stock standard, um, wrestling promotion once a month type. Thing. Yep. 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 So, um, yeah. Makes sense. Yep. Now, Mark,
2: you've also been kindly giving your followers, uh, some motivational. Yes. Uh, tips. Yes, yes. the last week or so.
0: Well, I was scrolling through Instagram and looking at the vacant-eyed biddies getting thousands of likes standing in their underwear with motivational tripe. And look, I know... He's talking about you, Lyle. There's a lot of people reading on social media that are just sad sacks of shit. So I'm glad to help them out. Find the reason they get up out of bed and go to work or, you know, have a shower That's why I'm helping the world one post at a time. Because I'm a great guy. The greatest guy I know.
2: Very uplifting too, some of this stuff. They are? Oh yeah, Yeah. you'd get a lot out of it, Tony. Very uplifting.
0: My favourite one is, just go give up on life, you piece of shit, and eat a bag of Doritos. Imagine
2: reading that for breakfast. I put that into place the other day. I didn't go to work, just got out the Doritos. See?
0: Happy as Larry. Helping a person out one post at a time. Mm. What a guy. Mark, we really do thank you for coming in again and
1: uh, for your second stint on the show. I'm no, not sure if thought... there'll be a third.
0: I'm not sure there'll be a third. Well, Why, well, no, wouldn't... No, Why there... wouldn't there be? Well,
1: because if we start the end, then we may not ever have it again. Oh, if it's the end of all things. Yeah. See,
0: a lot of people don't. The end of all things is beyond a lot of people's comprehensions. They don't know what it means. They don't know what it is. Why are you, looking you just have me to experience. let looking at the microphone. Jack. Oh, okay. That's right. Good. If anything, I was looking at Lyle Yeah, why squirming. No, so no. Why was I looking at I, you? I, I You're can, not squirming. You're confident. You're sitting the there your calm on the side of my head. It's even worse. It's my grey hairs coming from running tapings.
1: Congratulations on your uh, your input into Underworld Wrestling, the, the bouts that have been going for over a thousand years. Oh,
0: a couple of hundred years. A couple, yeah,
1: a thousand years.
2: A couple yeah. hundred years. Also, congratulations on the way the claw has rebounded
0: after a... Rocky start. Rocky start, yeah. But you knows what? There's going to be times you get setbacks. You just bounce off it. People are going to threaten you. you just organized. They haven't beaten up. And it is the claw. The claw. Yeah. Glory to the claw. Mm. Uh, appreciate you coming in. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. and To all our Jewish friends out there too.
1: Hopefully we'll get to see you again soon. If hopefully. not, we can catch you on Amazon Prime.
0: That's it. Mm.
1: Mark Williamson. Lord Mark Williamson, I should say. Gee, you really, sure really messed that up. <laughs> Lord Mark Williamson joining us here on the Turnbuckle. A break. Lyle can clean up his sore pants and we'll be back with more Welcome back, part two of On the Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. welshi the music of Jeff Hardy bringing us into this segment.
2: I'll take your word for it because often the wrong music plays when we come back from these segments and I don't know about it until I hear the podcast, Tony.
1: I can guarantee you that was the music of Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. <laughs> That's his sister. got Jess.
2: As long as I don't play Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, well, I'm not going to put that past you as well.
1: <laughs> so why do we play Jeff Hardy? Uh, We'll get to that in the Smackdown. Cool. Uh, What are we going to talk about, boys? Something to wrestle with. still I
2: know, Lyle's... uh, I'll be right. I can regroup. He's just back into the room. Yeah, I'll I'll regroup. I um, I love having Lord Mark Williamson in. um, He's one of my heroes, my Mm. personal heroes, not just in wrestling, but also in life.
1: Who do you like more, Loverboy or Lord Mark Williamson?
2: Well, it's a different kind of um, love. love. Like, uh, I use uh, Mark Williamson more as my life guru. Yeah. Whereas Loverboy uh, entertains love. me as I just think he's uh uber talented human hmm. being and a great person.
1: Hmm. I, I still can't say that, but uh, something to wrestle <laughs> with Bruce Pritchard. Boy, tell us about that.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it March next year. You bought the tickets. Oh, I didn't look at the date. I think it's the 23rd, to be honest.
1: Another thing I didn't get invited to. Tony, well, you're not uh, going to go to that.
2: Once again, it's a podcast that we listen to that you don't listen to, so we didn't ask. Yeah. But Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson will be in Australia um, performing their podcast live, which I've heard is amazing in person. They tell the stories they can't record. Bruce obviously used to write the stories for WWE.
1: Maybe we can go to the States and do our podcast. Yeah. Well, love. yep. The promoters
2: want to bring us there. Maybe after Underworld start um, getting dragged out yeah. to the US, we yeah. can um, try and piggyback. I, I could be a member of the Claw by then, so you never know. Yeah, you keep asking awkwardly to join via email.
1: Oh, if you saw some of the texts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so tickets for that show, sort of. Level?
2: Yeah, they're about, I think, $65 I think I paid for them today, or you can get VIP, which is a meet and greet. I doubt there's any more VIPs, but it
1: could be a great way for us to fund our program for next year.
2: No one's going to pay to to meet you, Tony. Yeah. Loverboy. Most of the wrestlers come in not wanting to meet you.
1: Oh, thanks, Welshie. Especially Loverboy. I appreciate that. (laughs) But,
2: uh, yeah, so it's at Thornbury Theatre. Uh, It'll be an all seated event. It should be good. Um, I can guarantee I'll be drunk and Lyle will be underdressed no doubt yeah now, well i'm probably going to be driving and drunk. Mean... so it's every weekend typical
1: now tell me are the elite starting their own promotion i there's a lot of
2: um a lot of noise around this oh, i think 100 percent. they're going to have some something to do with it you know with the trademarks they got uh signed up during the week what um, is it all elite wrestling or something of that nature. Yeah. So it's got I, the elite name in it and I suspect it'll be it might start like Impact Starter with just like pay-per-views. Yeah, it, and then it might build from there. Yeah. Which so, would be a smarter way of doing it. I don't think you can start with weekly television because who's going to write it? Well, hopefully the people that uh, wrote World Series Wrestling on Friday night, which we'll cool. get to later.
1: Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, that was a bit of a kick. <laughs> Take us through Monday Monday Night Raw, boys. It was awful.
2: It was just heat, wasn't it? Just heat. Um, yeah. Can a baby face ever get over... No, but look, this is going to be fine. Look, I don't mind the heels dominating everybody, as long as it's going somewhere and they follow through the storyline, which has been their downfall traditionally. Dolph Ziggler and um, Seth Rollins, I, they can wrestle every week as far as I'm concerned. No, nah, that, was, that was a good match for the thousandth of time. But uh, look, like, someone like Finn Balor. The crowd want to cheer him, but they're just booking him into oblivion is true. He, but... ca- he come into the promotion hot from NXT, obviously, you know, maybe he's getting the bad booking because uh, he's not durable and he got injured after winning their belt. Yeah, But if the heels don't ever win, there's nothing for the baby faces to overcome. So you had the two, the three, three big heels. They're all, they're all monsters as well. Mm-hmm. Um. hmm basically destroy everybody, and I was waiting for a run-in, hoping for a run-in, and it didn't come. Now, when I'm watching wrestling, if the heels are winning, that's how I should be feeling. I should be waiting for the run-in, and then next week when they dominate for the whole show again, and we're all waiting for the run-in, and it comes, there'll be a pop. Yeah. If it comes. It just seems that their baby faces, on the raw side, aren't as strong. Well, yeah, they don't know how to write for them, but, yeah, you know, I think... I think putting the heels over strong if they follow up on it. If they follow up on it, everyone will look back and say, oh yeah, that's right, that's where they're going. Wrestling fans are traditionally very short-sighted these days. They want instant gratification. It's like every sport. Everyone wants instant gratification. Um, You've got to be prepared to play the long game and wait. We all all reminisce about storylines we loved, and they were long stories like the Savage Hogan one. But no one's got the patience for that now. And then they complain on one night when all the heels go over. You yeah, can't have it both point. ways. Sometimes I want it both ways. Uh, what instant- about
1: SmackDown, Bush?
2: SmackDown <laughs> yeah. was alright. Started off hot. Uh, the Becky, Lynch, uh, the Becky the man and uh, Charlotte segment was and really good. good back that and forth. Match going to be TLC yeah. match. Uh, Charlotte, Becky, and Oscar. That's going to that, that, first gonna, time ever women's TLC. And that could steal the show. Hope should so. steal the show. Yeah. Um. Jeff Hardy also. I turned on. I was at work and I turned it on in my lunch break, and I saw t- Jeff Hardy in there, surrounded by posters thanking the crowd. I started um putting on the run sheet. Jeff Hardy retires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what the song for Jeff Hardy's there. I thought he's retiring here, and then the next line he says, "This is not a retirement." Samoa Joe comes out, ruins the party. Like, Samoa Joe is great. He was first some stiff uh, verbal shots there, he did. wasn't he? Yeah, there talking about realism. his uh, alcoholism and drug use and stuff. So. I thought he was talking about me for a while. What, you're going to retire? Yes. Oh, yes. okay, fair enough.
1: Uh, boys, you went to World Series Wrestling on Saturday night.
2: Friday. Friday night. And Saturday. And Saturday. And Saturday. Thoughts? I drove both times while she got drunk, both of them.
1: No, I I drove once. So who was... He thinks he did. Who was the show better for? Him being drunk or you being sober?
2: The Friday night show... I don't know. ...was... I didn't... I didn't love. I I, didn't understand it. There was two good matches. The booking didn't make sense. Yeah. They were trying to convince us to boo Slex against... No. no, um, They wanted us to cheer the Adelaide guys. Yeah. If anyone has seen a Slex match in the last 18 months, no one in Melbourne wants to boo that man. I actually complained to Slex myself. I said, look, they wanted us to boo you, but I'm not prepared to at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, but this, the Saturday night show was really good. Yeah, the crowd yeah. was really hot. Look, where they went wrong Friday night, they opened the show with Cody Rhodes coming out to tell us he couldn't wrestle, which half the crowd of <laughs> to not to Well, half the crowd appeared to not know that, and it wasn't confirmed either. So he came out, he said he couldn't wrestle, crowd's flat. And then, another, that was about 25 minutes. Then Joey Ryan came out for another 15 minutes to talk about how he couldn't wrestle. Mm, and then... I, should, I felt like it was rumor. my turn to get in the ring and tell everyone that I couldn't wrestle. And people would have said, yeah, no, we know." Yeah. And then TNT could have got in the ring and told everyone that he couldn't wrestle. No, he could wrestle. He'd overcome that. Yeah. And win the belt. <laughs> no, Saturday night, it was a very... <laughs> totally different. You know, the crowd from night one to night two... But um they got where they wanted to get to. Had a Brody King run in, so we were he with was, a friend. He was great. Super super excited our friend was. He's a very Brody King didn't get the initial fan recognition initially from anyone except for our friend, basically. Yeah. But by the end of night two, Brody King was one of the most over people in Melbourne. Yeah, he I mean. won out, won over the live and crowd. He chopped Concrete Davidson until <laughs> Concrete Davidson was bleeding on the outside of his Ow. skin. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was brutal. And from all reports, the shows in uh, Perth, Perth, and. Sydney were amazing, so... Yeah, virtually sellouts bar 40 or 50 tickets for most of them. And then... That's good. Obviously... Sydney's about a 700-seat venue as well. Yeah, and Robbie Eagles defeated Austin Aries to win the belt. So that's the first Aussie... I do have one criticism of World Series Wrestling, and that's the women they choose to bring out, wives and girlfriends of performers, because the girls from Australia get to work with broomsticks instead of with actual performers. So you've got... You know, our guys get to work with Brian Cage and they get to work with Austin Aries and they get to work with Bandito and then the girls have to work with, you know, Brandy Rhodes. It's like, get us, get Tessa every time if you have to. Yeah, but, you know, get us some great female wrestlers because there's never been more of them. The weird thing is, Tessa was in the country. No, she wasn't until Saturday. But yeah, definitely, <laughs> Tessa was obviously free. Yeah. Should have got her for the Friday night at least. Mm-hmm.
1: Now went to my first uh, NAW show on the weekend. It was their Hall of Fame show. Did they if, put you uh, in at Taxman's retirement? Were you? Yeah. yeah. You
2: there, I heard actually got I got told that Tony turned up hearing it was Hall of Fame in his tuxedo, expecting to get inducted. You Did you
1: hear that from Candyman? No, we'll talk to him next week about that.
2: Were you presenting it? It sounds like right up your alley.
1: No, no, I sort of just came just in case they needed a, a commentator or something. I Did they need really, one? No. No, I didn't think so. And uh, how was the show? The show itself was old school. So, lots of forearms and stomps. Yeah, and it, lots of stomps, lots of forearms. So your tag team matches were very uh, old school. And Ricky Diamond uh, snapped his collarbone, I reckon. If, if not, he dislocated his shoulder as a minimum. How uh, old was Ricky? Oh, he'd have to be my age, fifty at least, more maybe. So his collarbones uh, are it dust an, at this It stage. was an ugly, ugly incident, and then. But the match continued on. It was a tag team match, a mixed tag team match. It went for another ten minutes, and all Ricky was doing was lying on the apron with his arm. Who unable was his to move. teammate? Page, I think. A girl, a lady, page. I think it was page. Starts with a P. Who
2: are you asking? None of
1: us were there. Yeah. No, I'm just trying to think myself. Anyway, it was it was old school.
2: It's funny, like I saw the card, and there were I, I, I think it would have been a better show
1: if they'd had m- more of their current performers on the card. And I'm not willing to judge NAW based on that show, on the fact that a lot of the guys hadn't wrestled for a long time.
2: Yeah, how did uh, Chucky Chaos?
1: Chucky Chaos it was a good. First time I'd actually seen him. Yep, he's pretty good.
2: I remember him from back in the day. Yeah. Now there was a there was a battle royal to finish the night, wasn't there? There was.
1: And it was the uh the candyman came up against <sighs> Who was the big good that I told what's his name?
2: You should have taken no. notes, Tony. Like so a professional. Is, I should have. This is like when you were at the Olympics trying to cover it and you got everyone's <laughs> name wrong.
1: No, that's incorrect. <laughs> right.
2: What did you call Penny Taylor?
1: No, that wasn't me. Lauren Jackson? No incorrect, not me. The Lauren new. Jackson one, I think, is true. Not me. War Machine. That's who it was.
2: Oh, okay. Kane uh, He Used to be um, big boy. M- Iron Horse Morrison. Yeah.
1: My goodness, mate. very big. Is there a bigger wrestler around at the moment? He is six foot seven each way. He is. He's a large. monster. He's
2: a monster, and he's got. Um, anyway, Candyman. I think that I think he should be used elsewhere. I think he's got a. He's got a. I think it's a unique look.
1: Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. He could he could double up as a, a Marvel comic superhero. Or supervillain. Or supervillain. Yeah. He a big big boy. Uh Candyman won the battle royale at the Eddie. So you would have down. popped. Oh, you would have loved yeah, it. Loved Did it. It you fantastic. try and storm the ring? Can I him? tell you what happened? Candyman threw out his trademark lollipops. Did you get one? And I got one. And as I Joey lift, Ryan was giving I, out I, his I, trademark lollipops as, lift, as well. As I lifted it up. Psycho Kid grabbed it out of my hand and threw it to the other side of the ring.
2: Well, they are for the kids, Tony.
1: Well, no, that was never mentioned at the start. That wasn't in the admission. <laughs> did you, did was...
2: you, you didn't try and give it to your son?
1: Well, that's what I was going to do. Oh, that's what you are going to do. I was actually picky. I was going and bang, came out of my hand. It was okay. It was a good show. Would you have, It was fun. If, what if
2: I can organise for Joey Ryan to give you his lollipop next time? It may have been
1: slightly used. Is that a euthanism or something? No, or no he gives He out calls lollipops. it a blow
2: pop, if that helps you, Tony. He gives out lollipops every every show. Slightly Multiple used. Multiple sometimes. Slightly used.
1: Uh, what was Glow like, Lol?
2: It was good. It was different. Uh, not a 100% wrestling crowd. Uh, it's a very... So
1: you didn't go to the first one, did you? I no, I didn't. Well, she did,
2: yeah. I didn't. I had other plans. Uh, but it was good. No, My... I stayed home and played video games. My my wife actually came along, Tony. Mm. She was. Uh, did she enjoy it? She did not enjoy it. Was her words. Does okay. it, if that makes sense? When what? she said it, it may. I took it as a positive, Tony. No, I'm, like... I'm claiming for something. I'm not sure that's I that's you, I know. I understand that because sometimes if I go to wrestling shows, I really enjoy them. I and mean, if I go with Lyle, I I don't not enjoy them. You enjoy the a... drive. To and from, you don't have to bring
1: your own car, and I you can drink don't know if bucket any loads. Difference between that answer and the one I, uh, the question I asked Lord Williamson. No, no, yours was way off. Was it didn't
2: make question. sense. This is a positive. My wife wasn't super negative I about did wrestling. Not
1: enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, so she thought
2: it was okay. Isn't that a double negative? No, uh, I don't know. She thought it was okay. Yeah, no, she had fun. Uh, especially the main event, and that's despite Brendan being there as well. Which Brendan again? He was on. I was like, I was driving him to the shows this weekend. I actually
1: thought Brendan was your wife.
2: Actually, it was so he, interesting you life. say that. I've been going to wrestling shows for six years, and he finally met my wife. There you go. So, finally, you know, the other woman. he met my uh, wrestling girlfriend. Talk us through Tessa versus Indy, because I've heard really good things about that match. I hope it gets released online. It will. It's, They've already so announced that. Make make sure. You go out of your way to watch it. It was she. I was always going to do that. I know you were. I'm talking to the microphone. Oh, I thought I forgot we're on. A, I forgot we we're on have an audience. It's, well, it's not, it's not an audience. You, of just well, she is. About it. about you. <laughs> it's a vanity project. This. Um, <laughs> now you've made me lost my train of thought. No You're um, you to download the show, and watch Indy versus Tessa. Tessa made Indy look like a million do dollars. No, Indy didn't make herself look like a million dollars. Because she was in the ring with Tessa and she did it. I was there. You weren't there. When you watch it on video, then you tell me Indy so made. So you're
1: saying it. Indy would have been bad if Tessa wasn't there?
2: No, I didn't um, say that at all. Yeah, if she what was in saying? with Brandy Rhodes, probably. But no, no, I, I stand by that. Just don't tell Cody. <laughs> um, he's not wrestling anyway. So no, but, he's but seriously, he might have a new wrestling. Uh, those two have good chemistry. They're good friends outside yes. the ring. So it stands to reason that if they have a bad match, like. It would they'd have no excuses for having a bad match. No. It it, it uh, Tessa did. Because yeah. the belt was on the line. So the belt, they have a belt now. It was a crown last time. No, the impact oh. championship. I was it wasn't an impact show, so that wasn't clear to me. She's the impact champion that's in Australia. Why wouldn't the belt be on the line? Because it's not an impact show. The impact Belt was on the line Saturday night at the WSW oh, I thought you could go. have meant the Newey Pro belt, because, sure.
1: because that's what
2: Indy holds. i like, sure it's not cool We've had, a had crown enough either. Newcastle talk. I
1: think it's a tiara, not a crown. Yeah. It's a crown.
2: No, it was good. It was really good. I was, um... oh, yeah, I did. I quite enjoyed it, and I'll definitely go back. Hopefully my wife thinks the same.
1: Some big news coming out of the UK, guys, in regards to NXT workers. And they've reportedly had restrictions put on their contracts. What does this mean for UK wrestling? Is it something that if... Well, the nerds are upset.
2: That's wrestling fans. We're always upset. (laughs) But I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, I think that it was always going to happen. Yeah. And so the restrictions are they can't fight for other promotions? Well, or? They've, they've had their in contract increase, so they're not going to complain about that. They've got more yeah. money. But they can work for um, aligned um, yeah. OTT and Progress. And XW, w, German yeah, one, yeah. yeah w, so they XW. can do that, um, but they can't wrestle against anyone from New Japan, Ring of Honor. Um, so Will Ospreay's upset because he's got no one to work with anymore. <laughs> but but he, when you look at it, I think it's... it makes a world of opportunities because these guys are obviously the top of UK wrestling and they've made the indie scene hot. But, I mean, if you're an Australian guy who wants to go and work in the UK now, there's going to be so many opportunities to to go over, get booked, be a top guy and get noticed. Like, if you're an indie worker, I'd be excited about this. And um, Pete Dunne was... People calling Pete Dunne a sellout online. Yeah, that was embarrassing. It's ridiculous. Like, why are you going to get upset it's not a it's not a band. Like you know when you're watching an indie band and then they change their style of music completely and sell out on you. Um like you know Kings of Leon did to their fans and Green Day did for a while. Like when you used to go to the Nickelback concerts when the, before they made it.
1: There's got to be some protection for the promoters who are paying these guys a fair bit of money. In the in the past there's been wrestling promotions that have tried to put wrestlers on these contracts when they're only paying him a couple of hundred dollars a week, that's never going to work because you're just not going to make a living off that. But if you're receiving good coin, then there's got to be some sort of protection for well, for those guys. WWE obviously investing a lot into
2: this NXT show. It costs a lot to produce, um, and you know the show is fine. It's 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 just it's just started, and I forget, I forget what I was saying now. You lost me on your ten dollar contracts, but. Why the issue for WWE is why would someone pay te, uh, thirty pounds to go see NXT when they can go see Pete Dunne wrestle Will Ospreay for ten pounds somewhere else? Like they've got to protect their investment, and um, the guys are allowed to finish the bookings they've got now. As long as there is a uh, medical people at the shows and things like that, they've got to protect their bodies because wrestlers were turning up to NXT camp with there's injuries. There's a TV thing yeah. also, though.
1: Uh, they'll go, they'll pay the thirty bucks because they know they're going to be on TV and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think they'll be right. I think what you said about the injuries, Travis Banks obviously got injured, disrupted WWE's booking plan. So, yeah, they've got to, they've got got to look after got it. That, as well. That's fine. But the depth in the UK scene uh, is fine. I think it'll, everyone else will rise to the occasion and just and breed more Wal- hunger. So. They've signed Walter. Yes. Who's we- got no intention of ever moving to...
1: The US, I've
2: heard, so yeah, he's he'll, willing he'll to stay do trips. in Europe.
1: All we can hope for is what has happened to the UK the last 10 years to get to where it is now, eventually starts to happen in Australia. Well, I mean, we're a very, much smaller population, so it's going to take a lot of time. Yeah. Um,
2: it's going to take a lot of cooperation. I mean, things like uh, Gold Class Wrestling, apparently today, um, one of their shows was booked on the same day as Underworlds, and uh, Underworld sort of spoke to them, and they... Release the underworld wrestlers to be part of their storylines. Companies working together like that it's is going to be vital to get us to the next level. And like, shout like shout out to to both companies really for for doing that for having that open dialogue. You know, because it's not the
1: norm, especially in states like Adelaide. Isn't there only like sixteen seats in a gold class cinema? Oh, for God's sake, Tony!
2: You're just going to keep throwing them out, aren't you? Till we we laugh at one. How
1: many wrestling events have you been to this year?
2: Me, personally? Hmm. I've got the list in my phone. Off the top of my head, I think um, 41 or 42. Welshi? I've got no idea. A number? I know that it was four in the last two weeks.
1: Uh, The reason I asked. 22, because I drove. Is live wrestling burnout a thing? Is that something you guys may have... I don't. I don't. Well,
2: you went to three shows last weekend. I was. (laughs) If I didn't have my Glow tickets pre-booked, I probably would have pulled the pin last minute, like I tend to do. I was at a wedding and I wished I was at Glow. Yeah, but um, once I got there, I was fine. It's wrestling. It's live wrestling. So, well, you're the one who wanted this put on the run sheet, so you better have more than that. No, I'm just saying it's not for me personally. I'd go mid-week wrestling if anyone was running. But I haven't heard of any, so. Yeah. Uh, I Look, I think that um, you, if you're selective about what you watch as well, like I'm not going to go to every show. There's promotions that I'll go to every show of. Like I'll always go to Underworld and I'll always go to MCW. If PCW was closer, I'd go to more PCW. Yep. Um, but definitely I'll, I'll try to get to the main, like, the main monthly PCW shows as well. And then um, shows like Warzone... If I if I can get the leave pass from the girlfriend, I'll get to Warzone this Saturday night. You know, and I, I've been to
1: BCW before.
2: Um, I'm not going this week. You'd fit in there, Tony, because I fear that I would laugh too loud.
1: <laughs> Is midweek wrestling a thing?
2: No, he said if it was a thing. If no, it was, if it was, and I had the time off work, It'd be and be like wrestling on Christmas Day, It'd be stupid. Well, no, if you got it. To... If you've got the fan base for it, it I don't think it'd be stupid. In England, that's part of the part of the boom is that um, they do have midweek wrestling. But England's got that culture, that pub culture where everyone gets home and then they go out. Now, in Australia, we're quite happy to go out during the comedy festival and go to shows midweek. So why wouldn't that work with wrestling? If it was
1: popular enough, people will do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. If you build it, they'll come, Tony.
1: Upcoming shows, gentlemen. Friday, November 30th, there is, and let's hope that you've got them all right this week for me. PCW Slam is on at Ferntree Gully. You can see the younger members of the PCW roster back at their home after being kicked out last week. BCW is on in East Burwood, featuring Dowie James versus Mick Moretti. And Ken Shamrock up against Gabriel Wolfe. Uh, Ken Shamrock, we record this on a Wednesday night, is currently signing autographs, I think, for people at some. Yeah, at a uh, yeah something? collectible figures. Yeah. I think it is. Yep. Yeah. Main go event. Main event anywhere in the world. And then there's, I think, tomorrow night in Melbourne. There's a uh, a one-on-one sort of live interview. I think with Ken Shamrock. The people yeah. go evening with. It. I think yeah. they yeah, call it yep. one-on-one, which would be interesting. Have a lot of stories to tell. Yep. Yeah. I'm good. Mm, okay.
2: Coherent. Maybe
1: uh, a main event. Anywhere in the world, as we said, Ken Shamrock versus Gabriel Wolfe. Did you say that? Yes, you yeah. did. Uh, NHPW in Perth presents final chapter nine at yep. the Claremont Showgrounds. So, when you got nine final chapters, is that more of an appendix situation? That's something we should have asked Lord Mark Williamson. He would be the uh, the oracle on final. But chapters, any any company
2: that can run shows um, for nine years, like, and still becoming stronger, is a credit to them.
1: Well, do we know they're going strongly? Well, they've been going for nine years. Yeah, they, so they've been, got they've got a loyal they've got a loyal fan yeah. base. Congratulations, NHPW, and happy birthday to you. Who said it was their
2: birthday? This well, is the ninth, ninth anniversary here. of their you Christmas just said they've been
1: going show for nine years. It's the ninth anniversary of their
2: of this show of Final Chapter. If it's not on the sheet, Tony, don't. Well,
0: if, the, t- if
2: it, it if was Thomas. their birthday, well, she would have. So no, he probably would have forgot to put it in sometimes there, to be honest. it's
1: on the sheet, I shouldn't go there. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, there's that too. Saturday, December 1, Warzone Wrestling. This is going to be an absolute ripper in Mulgrave. And they've got their Christmas Bash featuring Dowey James defending his heavyweight title against Slade Mercer. I wouldn't know who to cheer for in that. Now, you're
2: going to that, Lyle, aren't you? Yes. That's
1: a tough one for me too. Oh,
2: good. I'm going to cheer Slade. Well, you abused Slade in no, the crowd last time you Slade. What are you talking about? You were saying you did were... Abuse him. We you You were actually with barring like a sheep. Yeah, I was not abusing him. I think it was complimentary. Lyle's... Uh, Slade Mercy is a good friend of mine. I was in New Zealand. He's a good friend of ours. He deals for Slade. Except for when he was, like, threatening me at Warzone.
1: I even named a town after him. I showed you the sign. Yeah, continue. Uh, Pitbull, JXT, and Carlo... Cannon. Cannon will be there as well. well ever, well, ever... Pause
2: that long on Carlo Cannon's name again.
1: I will also be on the card. NAW are running their 14th anniversary show in Albion. That's already been. No, it's not. That is this Saturday. Is it? At Telmart Street in Albion. That was that one last week. Don't read the uh, bit about the last then.
2: I I, I swear that I um, accidentally left that in there.
1: We still on it. NAW are running their 14th anniversary show in Albion featuring a number of big names from their history. No, that was last week. Yeah, it was last week. (laughs) (laughs) Including my home at the Candyman. No, that was definitely last week. And we will be talking to the Candyman uh next week once his body gets back we're into- also talking to jackson kelly next week which Ooh. i'm really looking forward to The beach bum buddha yes pcw presents ignition this saturday night in furniture gully as they continue to build to their massive christmas chaos show wrestling have a massive card for who all, i don't know it's just got wrestling, wrestling have a that wrestling oh. have a massive card. wrestle rampage fitting yeah <laughs> Wrestling, Thanks for listening. For rampage. No, no,
2: <laughs> this is a huge show. Oh no, it's massive because it, well, she take over. The... Make, sure he, make sure you make sure you No, in. they got all or nothing in Adelaide with Mr. Juicy, Robbie Eagles, Jonah Rock, and Damian Slater. What would you do to see that 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 lot on the card together? As the Greek, you almost would go to Adelaide for it.
1: As the Greek crush would say, "You are fucking idiot." <laughs> Thanks for tuning <laughs> no, in.
2: No, folks. no, 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 oh. Newy, Pro. have got a, a really good card. They have got Jackson Kelly, who's on our show next week. Maddie Wahlberg, Shazam McKenzie, Indy Hartwell. Are. You know, there's some. you've got to remember Newcastle. We've have, hardly mentioned Newcastle
1: ah, Newcastle's tonight. good. Lovely place. Lovely place. If you've got an upcoming show that you want us to botch and butcher, <laughs> please hit us up on Facebook <laughs> and Twitter. But a big show, boys. Thank you. thank catch you, you Thank week. you,
2: Lyle, and a big thanks to our
1: guests tonight. Yeah, Lord Mark Williamson, absolute ripper. Uh, hopefully we catch you next week if the Broadcast Authority doesn't stop us from coming back into the studio. See you then. <laughs>